0: Hi, and welcome to the Pokes Podcast. I'm Lana Freshly, Communications and Recruitment Specialist for CAS. Today we're talking to Kylie Haggarden. Kylie's a graduating senior majoring in chemistry and physics, and she recently got accepted to OU Medical School with a substantial scholarship. We'll discuss memories, advice, and future endeavors. You're a little bit of a unicorn because you have a chemistry and physics background. Um, you said that not a lot of other students have this physics background. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Physics is kind of unique. Um, a lot of people don't like physics or kind of see it as a little bit more of a difficult subject. So it is kind of unique going into medicine with a physics background. But to me, it was one of the most like instrumental part of my journey to medical
0: school. And tell me a little bit about your, your future endeavors that are coming up for you.
1: Well, after I graduate, uh, starting next fall, I'll be starting medical school at OU Medical Center in OKC. Um, I'll be going for my MD and probably after that going through fellowship and internship and residency, the whole nine yards.
0: So you forgot to tell us one of the most important parts about your journey to OU. So you were granted a full ride to OU, is that correct?
1: Yeah, I was granted an $80,000 scholarship to OU to attend their medical school. Um, It's a merit-based scholarship and I'm super excited and super grateful.
0: How did physics inspire you or help you get into medical school?
1: Uh, Physics, man, there are so many reasons. But I think one of the biggest ones is that physics physics teaches you how to address a problem. You come into a problem with all these different variables, super complex and hard to approach kind of scary. Physics teaches you to step back and look at all your variables. What do I know? What can I I pull from this problem that I understand? And it teaches you to address problems, ones that I'm going to see in medicine, really difficult complex issues in a fashion that helps me keep my calm and really just go forth with a confidence knowing that I have a really strong foundational knowledge of
0: what I'm doing. Wow. And that's going to help you tremendously going through medical school because like you were saying earlier, you have four years, years—that at least four years of medical school. So you're going to have a lot of times that you're going to have struggles, problem solving, but you'll have that physics background to kind of back it up.
1: Yeah, it, it's really unique in the sense that not only do I have that problem solving, but I also have this sort of confidence about myself where I've come from a place that I already know was hard. physics A physics degree is hard. Um, there's no getting around that. And so now I'm
0: not scared of doing something that's hard anymore. I'm ready for it. I love that. Um, so what encouraged you to study chemistry and physics?
1: Um,
0: actually it was a bit of a process. I came to OSU as a chemical engineering major and
1: didn't really jive with all of it. So I kind of transitioned into chemistry. I was involved in physics research, um, didn't really know where that was taking me. And so, I decided might as well do both and figure out what's next. And I didn't really decide on medical school until after I started volunteering at Stillwater Medical Center, actually, and kind of fell in love with the atmosphere and the problems and the just the entire essence of medicine really
0: drew me in. So it's been a long journey. That's incredible. Um, so what did you learn about yourself? Because Chemistry is a very male-dominant field. and um, So is physics. So you cho- chose two areas that you don't see a lot of women in. So how did that challenge you or make you more prepared for medical school just being in that environment and you're going into another male-dominant field? So um, what are you looking forward to? What are the challenges that you're gonna face?
1: Yeah, so as a physics major especially, um, I'm one of very few women in physics at OSU. and an even smaller percentage nationally. And something that's really taught me is to hold strong in what I'm confident in. Um, knowledge, not so much at OSU, but there have been a lot of times where what I had to say about an issue or when I'm explaining something is kind of dismissed. And so working in these fields and really getting experience as being a minority in physics has helped me to gain confidence in knowing that I know what I'm talking about. and. I should ascertain and command the confidence that I deserve because I understand and I know what I'm talking about. So I should always speak with that confidence and that's something that's hard to develop. So I'm really grateful that physics and chemistry really gave me that background. It'll continue in medicine, um, especially as I go through having the confidence to not only talk to my patients in a manner that sounds thorough, but also to my colleagues and let them know that, hey, I know what I'm talking about, listen to me. And that's something that I think is so important for all women in
0: male-dominated fields. Oh yeah, and I mean, what a great opportunity that you've been able to experience this in your undergraduate career, where a lot of women don't get to experience that until they get into medical school. So you've been very fortunate with that. Yeah, It's been great. Um, what has been the most rewarding part of being a chemistry and physics major? So.
1: I really like to talk about how majoring both in physics and chemistry, but also having to take all these biology related courses for medical school, has really helped me fine tune this ability to see connections between the subjects. So often that we are taught that physics is its own thing, chemistry is a different science, and biology is completely separate, right? But in reality, everything is so intimately connected and everything builds on top of one another. Every single subject has elements from the other one. And by majoring in physics and chemistry, but also having a really strong biological background, I'm really able to see those connections and use them to my advantage, both in understanding and solving problems. It helps me create these really cool dynamic complex kind of
0: relationships with the science that I'm really fond of. I'm so glad that you can find so much pleasure in science because there's people like me that are more humanities-based. So I really appreciate people like you that can really dive into sciences and really understand it and appreciate it. Um, Okay. So how did chemistry and physics prepare you for medical school? I know we've touched base on this a little bit, but are there any certain takeaways that you're like, yeah, this is really gonna help me later on?
1: Yeah, um, we talked about the problem solving a little bit, but I think another really important aspect um, is those connections I was just talking about. Seeing the connections, how, just for example, how medicine, the chemistry of medicinal science plays with the biological chemistry and how that fundamentally relates to physics. Um, That kind of solid background and those really fundamental kind of sciences is going to help me tremendously when able to think about pharmaceuticals or like I wanna go into neurology. A lot of neurology is leaning towards physics and how does the light, how does the energy move in our cells? How is this happening? And we're starting to get to a point in technology where it's no longer just about biology. It's about the physics and the chemistry behind the biology. And so having that background, I think, is going
0: to be just entirely unequaled. I agree. Um, I think we have so many students that come in thinking that biology is their only option. But like you're saying, I mean, you're going to be able to benefit from that chemistry and physics background um, in different ways than a biology student would. So that's incredible that you're able to see that and see those takeaways um, from the physics and chemistry. OK. so. A little bit, tell me a little bit about describing the medical school application process. That's pretty lengthy, right? So were you able to work with our pre-professional advisors or tell me a little bit about what your process looked like?
1: Oh, Most definitely. The medical school application process is long um, as it is daunting. Um, You have to start early. There's all these pressures to be not only heavily involved and successful in your academics, but to be involved in student groups and to be involved in volunteer work and shadowing and all these pressures. And that's really important to get started. Um, It is, don't get me wrong. But I really advise students who are coming in and thinking about this as an option to really take advantage of all the resources that OSU has. Um, Career services in CAS was just instrumental to me to being able to succeed. Um, Lawrence Richardson was the best ever with helping me not only figure out my path, but why my path mattered. And that was really, really important. Um, and as you transition into that part where you're prepping, you're prepping for the MCAT, and that's just hard, fast, you need to you know, lock yourself in a room for a couple hours and just study, and that's hard, and it's emotionally draining. And having those resources that you can go and talk to and get yourself through that is fundamental to your success. Because not only does it matter that you can get a great test score, if you're not happy doing it, that's that's really hard. And then continuing on the process, you know, um, writing out your personal statements and writing up your application, which ends up being about 27 pages, um, you need those resources. All those professors that you've talked to, all those every every advisor, the pre-health committee down in the student union basement, they're going to be your best friend writing those things because you can never rewrite too many times. You've got to write, rewrite, and then write it over again just for fun. And so those people are really there to help you find your voice. And especially coming from science, maybe we're not so familiar with finding our voice and putting it on paper. And those people are so, so good at it and they can really help you. And it makes a huge difference. And then transitioning from that, the next step, there are so many steps, is the interview process. And being able to talk to people one-on-one and being comfortable showing your personality and the mark that you're gonna make on medicine is so important. Being able to show your uniqueness is one thing, but also feeling relaxed in that setting is hard. And so all the career readiness, stuff that OSU offers, the mock interviews, the resume cafes, the whole, the whole gambit of it really is so, so helpful when learning to deal with these super stressful situations. So I mean, take advantage of everything we have here because we are so lucky to have it.
0: Yeah, that's so right. I mean, and one of the things that you said is you were able to see the your own uniqueness on what you can bring. And that's something so important for any student that's going to a medical school. Um, and we always try to tell students like, how can you diversify yourself that you're not gonna look like every other student on a medical application? Because as you continue into your undergraduate program, that's when it becomes more important than ever to make sure that you look different than other applicants. So that's great that you are able to kind of work with your resources and they can help kind of narrow that down for you. Um, so what are you looking forward to? I know uh, it might be a little daunting to look forward to medical school because I know you're going to have a hard four years ahead of you, but that still has to be exciting, right?
1: Oh, I'm. It'd be easy to talk about what I'm not excited for. <laughs> but I'm so ready to get into this environment where I'm studying things that are going to be so relevant to what I'm doing. Uh, the first years of medical school are generally spent in classroom. It's your bookwork, your anatomy, your pharmacology, your pathology type learning. Um, and then after that, you're immediately jumping into clinicals. And how I'm so excited to start working with patients and start building that kind of relationship that I'm going to be fulfilling and seeing how I can make a difference in medicine. And that's so important to me more than just the science. I love the science. Don't get me wrong. It's probably one of my favorite things. But knowing that for the next four years, I'm going to start making this difference
0: that I've talked about for so long. And I'm so excited to get started that is so cool yeah you have a long trip ahead of you but tell us a little bit about what your plan is after medical school if you could just predict what your future looks like (laughs) from right now um, what would you say that looks like for you so you know medical school is a process so I'll go for four years and then
1: internship and then residency and then more than likely a fellowship Um, I am interested in kind of a behavioral aspect of neurology which is really, really cool. Um, It means I'm gonna go to school for a really long time. (laughs) So I definitely expect that. But in the meantime of that, I'm really looking forward to getting involved both in policy making and access to care. That's one of my big pushes as I go into medicine is make sure that I am a resource for people for equality of care, for people who have limited access or who have felt discriminated in the medical field. It's really important that I help make this kind of equal a- equal access, huge welcoming environment for my patients. And I mean, I'm gonna be in school for forever and that's okay, but I'm also gonna to get to a point that I'm gonna be able to help people in a way that's more than just physical. I'm gonna heal, not only physically,
0: but mentally. And I think that's, so important, and I'm so excited. Yeah, as you should be. Well, it sounds like you are super kind and compassionate, and that's what we need in the healthcare system. So we are so excited that you're going to be one of the advocates for patients, and you're one of our cast, our own cast cowboys. So we are so excited. Um, so Kylie, do you have anything that you would like to add today? Like, do you want to tell us a little bit about what else might hold your future may hold for you? Oh,
1: um, <clears throat> sorry. My future, I think, is broad. And (laughs) I'm super excited to get started on that. Um, But I would like to say a little bit about being involved now in the things that you're interested in. So often as pre-medical students, we're so focused on, is this going to look good? And should I do this? And will they take it in a positive light? And I think one of the biggest takeaway messages from my experience applying to medical school is to find something that you're passionate about. Um, A lot of my volunteer work was not in a medical setting, and a lot of my group organizations were more humanities-focused, more social justice-focused, and that's okay. Finding things that you're passionate about and finding a way to relate it to medicine is so much more important than finding a way to make yourself fit the mold of what you think a pre-medical student should look like. And I challenge everyone who is going into medicine to really find that thing, find that one club, that one aspiration, that one just issue that you're really passionate about and find a way that medicine makes a difference, because I can guarantee you medicine does and you have the power to change it. And that's so cool. So take advantage, find your passion and, you know, work with it as you go. You don't have to know everything at the beginning.
0: That's so cool. Well, Kylie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. We appreciate it. And good luck at OU. Um, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Congratulations to Kylie and all our graduating seniors. Wherever your journey takes you, you'll always be a Cast Cowboy. Be sure to join us next time on the Pokes Podcast. To finish us out, here's Kylie to tell us why arts and sciences make the world a better place.
1: I really like the analogy that arts and sciences and humanities are related kind of like a flower. Your sciences, your your biology, chemistry, and whatnot, it's more of your stem, how you get the water, how you function, and kind of the more functional aspect. But humanities kind of give us this beauty, this color, this life. And the really cool thing about that is that you have something that can't live without the other. The petals aren't going to flourish without the stem. And the stem is not going to get as much light or as much pollen (laughs) if we don't have the petals. And they're so intimately connected. And by creating this kind of flower-like system, I think arts and sciences really work together to both help our world grow and to give it beauty.